Good evening. Welcome to the Intellectual Idiot Show with your hosts, Michael Krupo on the bottom, Tyler Gutsky on the top left, and of course, myself, Max Hoffman. Uh, boys, some extremely exciting stuff coming out of the Intellectual Idiots camp. Uh, five million. Five million views on our last Instagram reel. We were getting, we're at averaging about 3,000 views per YouTube video right now and climbing. Um, we really appreciate the support. We're gaining followers rapidly. Um, again, we appreciate the support. We love giving you guys the content. Um, we want to keep being a bright show. spot. We want to keep being a bright spot in your day and bringing you entertainment and uh, a relief uh, from your everyday life. Yeah. And I think we need to do some updating of our, of our intro. Yeah, I just got a comment on that. Uh, just goes to show. You know, if you're a content creator out there, just keep keep consistently posting and, you know, try different things and see what will happen. And sometimes things will just take off randomly. Like we posted a video of like a track and field, like thousands of a second disqualification. And that got 5 million views and we gained, we're at 800 followers now. Like, so just if you're watching out there and if you're trying to gain a following, just put shit out there. Yeah, it's crazy to see how far we've come to, like, from me and Tyler just starting, like, with our shitty no microphone, horrible, horrible shitty audio, and just kind of me and him just shooting the breeze, and that, and them kind of growing from there, adding mic, making some new professional moves, and all that stuff. It's just, it's been exciting, and now we've grown to where we are now, and we're going to continue to go, so it's oh, really yeah. good stuff, so we appreciate it. Well, uh, Max, yeah, let's, let's get, yeah. Max, let's hear about your weekend. I know you oh. had a pretty amazing thing that you had this weekend and i know yeah. the audience would love to hear it i want to hear about it yeah so obviously without divulging any personal information that was discussed um yeah i, I participated at a camp this weekend called track it was incredible it was for um neglected and abused kids um you know and it was a major 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 reality check it was incredible um just i talked with tyler and mike a little bit personally before we hopped on the pod today but just really a major, you know, reality reset of like everything that I have going in my life and the things that I, when I'm getting my Tesla back from the shop or, you know, the day-to-day -day things about going out with my job or whatever, it's like my problems are, are so small. Like, <laughs> And I know for the two of you, I damn well know it's the same way. Like yeah. our problems are so small and to go to this camp, it's super out of my comfort zone. Um, but yeah, I had a camper all weekend. He was incredible. Just awesome, awesome, awesome kid. Um, all the campers were awesome. Uh, just they've all gone through some horrible, horrible, unimaginable things in their life. That's just like crazy. And to have a weekend to like allow them to have fun and run around and be crazy. And, you know, I just kind of wanted to be as selfless as I possibly could and say yes to everything do all the activities. I am so sore. Like I've been this sore since senior year of football. And I swear to God, like, <laughs> yeah. my, I'm, doing, I'm doing zip lines. My, my, I'm sore back here. I'm, my biceps are sore. I got my arms right here are sore. My, back is, my grand, my back is sore, but you know, I'm working a bunch of muscles that I never usually work. I mean, when I go on my runs during the week, it's like, whatever but now if i'm playing bad these kids they have no endless the endless energy they're playing basketball they're wearing me out and i have a lot of energy it's crazy 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 experience i i encourage anybody listening to this podcast today just do one thing to like get out of your comfort zone and surround yourself with friends that'll push you that way too because it's 100 yeah. you know getting out of your comfort zone like we talked about before max like when you get out of your comfort zone and that's that's truly when you grow as a person and you learn a lot of things about yourself. You learn a lot of things from others. And I think this is a good example of that. I know yourself. you both do stuff out of your comfort zone. Like I know you do. So Tyler, what do you do? I know I know what you do, but tell the audience. You, you already told them a little bit, special. Yeah, little like, bit. you know, the whole um, Airbnb thing was like very much like, you know, out of my comfort zone. I mean, this isn't related to, you know, more humans related stuff, but this was just getting out of my comfort zone with the whole 
taking the leap of faith with Airbnb and trusting my abilities, then obviously, um, I mean, it's not really stepping out of my comfort zone, I guess, with the whole Special Olympics thing, but that's, you know, my way of giving back and, you know, supporting the community. And also, like, I guess in a way I am growing from it because I'm, you know, learning so much from these players, from these athletes, and I'm having so much fun doing it. And I know I'm touching their hearts and they're also touching my hearts every day. And I learned so much from them as well. And just, you know, learning to be happy and appreciate the small things. So that, that for me, I, and I know Mike, you too. Yeah. I think just the biggest thing between the both you and to wrap around with your camp max is a lot of these kids, if you're a teacher trainer or counselor, they might not have a lot of positive influences in their life. And I think that is something that uh, as us adults can really help our community with is at least making a kid smile, showing them healthy habits, because you don't know what the environment someone grew up in. It might've just been a horrible, maybe they didn't even have any parents growing up. And if they can get some sort of guidance or some sort of structure, it can really go a long way, even if the interaction with them is only just a weekend or a couple hours in a day. Yeah. So like, I'm sure it's they would be forward to that. A little, it's a little deep, but it's, it's worth helping back and giving back. So we can yeah. get deeper once in a while on the show, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it's deep, but it's, it's life. And I mean, ultimately, you know, I, I know, I know on a daily basis, I take for granted the shit that I have every day. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, stupid yes. surface level shit. And it's just like, you think about it. And it's just like, I need to sometimes learn to take a step back and just kind of be like, yeah. down. I think the moral of the lesson, like, I guess through this conversation, what I'm picking up is like, you know, sometimes in your life, you got to take a step back and just be grateful and realize how good of a life you have and be grateful for the things that you do have and the good life that you do have. And, you know, realize that not everyone is as fortunate as you are. So, you know, take, take a moment, be grateful for what you do have. And, you know, maybe even every day and just appreciate the small things and it'll make a big difference. Well said. What do we got brewing today on the Intellectual Idiot Show? Um, we have controversial movies we're talking about today. We're kind of jumping around here a little bit in a sense of, you know, we are, we're all three of us are movie lovers. Um, I just saw Top Gun, by the way. Amazing. It was so good. I can just imagine you jumping out of your seat. <laughs> oh, God, was it good. Mike, did you see it yet? I've seen the 1985 version. I haven't Bro, seen the new version. Intellectual Idiots homework. Get on that movie this week or... Will do. <laughs> yeah. Or that's, uh, that's, uh, I, know, I know this week we don't have our segment of Fuck Up of the Week. Um, but we, we got to be honest with our viewers. You might notice if we took down our pod from last week, we tried using a different platform than Zoom for recording. And the audio was just horrible. You could probably put that blame on me, but I try listening to it for a couple of minutes and it just sounded like people having strokes and having a conversation. Yeah, it was it was so bad. And Mike, your your video is so off right now too. Is it just me? It was so bad. Yeah, Mike, your video is your video is so off. Like so I guess or YouTube watchers don't pay attention to Mike's face. I mean, audio it's fine. The video is going to be fine, but yeah, like, your Wi-Fi sucks. You got to get. That's our fuck up. It's a group fuck up. Mike's got to figure out a wireless access point or something to put up there in his room because we got a serious problem. Referred to as a WAP in most scenarios, actually, believe it or not, a wireless access point. <laughs> it's no the technical asked. term. It is a WAP. I know something else that's a WAP that you like to sing to. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, maybe, or is it? No, it's Mega the Stallion. Okay, we won't say what the words are, but we know what our viewers know her. <laughs> so what ass Mike? Um, yeah, so anyway, we're talking about controversial movies today. So what we're kind of gonna do and highlight it for our listeners here. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of dive into different movies that we're all gonna come up with a movie that kind of had a controversial twist to it. And then we're just going to, yeah, or just like things, you know, controversial that happened because of the movie or maybe in the movie or an ending that was controversial. Like we've got a couple different things and one TV show as well. That we oh, yeah. So ultimately, but we're all going to talk about a movie and we're going to pick a movie or a TV show. And we're going to, we're all going to talk about it um, and how it was controversial, ask questions about it, to 
divulge about it. So if you have anything that you want to see or hear or any comments you have to make about it, just hit us up in the comments or direct messages. Mike, you're good right now. You're all, it's good. It's good right now. Don't move at all because don't you are move. in the right You don't get to move anymore. Oh, Just kidding. Alex. You're stupid. <laughs> You're stupid and we all hate you. Um, but anyway, who wants to start? Gut or gutsy? I'll start. I got a couple. Yeah. I'll start with uh, the, the easy one. That's not going to, you know, take a lot of um, chatter, but this is one that I, I've thought about a lot. And recently uh, we, you know, we brought up that we we're going to discuss it, but the Titanic ending, a little controversial in my, like, why did Jack not go on the raft with the girl that he loved? Like he just stayed in the water and just died. Like, why not just try to go on the raft? He didn't even attempt to go on the raft with her and survive. And then he just, oh, dies. Mike, I know you've seen this. What are your thoughts? I think uh, you could blame this role on Leonardo DiCaprio, the gentleman, the actor, Leo, who played Jack. I think it was just, an absolute fuck up on his end. I think uh, all personal blame can go on Leo. That's why it took him 20 years after the Titanic to win his first uh, Oscar. Yeah, maybe that's why he hasn't won any Oscars. Like they, Hollywood never forgave yeah. him for that scene. Like they were. I think so. That could be very. That could be. I mean, that could be the theory that everyone's been looking for. You always, <laughs> always, always go after the girl, and yep. if you don't. You messed up so bad. <laughs> and, right. I, and also the engineers in the Titanic, you want to talk about some guys that should be on the hot seat. I mean, if we're being honest. They done messed up. Must have been Matt Winner on there. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Matt Winter. Matt Winter is one of mine and Michael's friends from high school. He's an engineer, but he's, a he's an engineer. He doesn't really make much sense. So any, anytime there's a problem with your local roads, there's any construction going on, you can just blame this kid. So that's, that's what they go to. All right. Um, yeah. So I got another one. I don't know if you guys yeah. have seen the movie Borat. Have you guys seen Borat? It's a me. Borat. Okay, oh, you, you guys have seen that? <laughs> well, I have, a, I have a quick funny story about, about sure, Borat. Sure, sure. Then I'll pull up. I got seven lawsuits that have been brought but just for oh, the Borat. God. It's hilarious. Yeah, without even describing the movie, I'll let, I'll let you have that at that time. But there's a scene where uh, Borat, Sriracha Barra Cohen, is like fighting with like Sriracha? his assistant. You just call him Sriracha Sauce? I don't, I don't even know. You just I, call I him Sriracha. <laughs> <laughs> Sriracha sauce. Sriracha he's he's fighting with his like assistant guy, and he's like the short, hairy guy, and they happen to be both naked in a hotel room, and they're just like on top of each other, like insinuating, like they're doing the dirty deed. And I'm watching in my basement with my high school girlfriend as my mom walks down the stairs during like that, and they're like, oh, I can play. She's like, turn off this crap. And I'm like, oh, okay, so. Oh my God, Mike! They thought you're watching gay porn. <laughs> yeah, kinda, kinda. But I'll I'll flip it back to you, Ty. Wow, that is absolutely brutal. Alrighty, yeah. So I found a couple um, lawsuits. So catastrophe, controversial. You know, it was a super controversial movie. You know, it was. I don't know if you guys know Borat, but it was an actual movie where he went out into the real world and like recorded doing these things to real people so you never knew what their reaction was going to be and sometimes apparently they didn't sign releases so um all right let's see so yeah, I this couple, so the first one that i thought was interesting i won't go through all of them i'll just go through the ones that i think were interesting um so you guys remember that romanian scene it might have been for the second borat but he went to romania oh instead of Kazakhstan and it was supposed to be you know based on the movie you know his home country Kazakhstan but it was actually Romania Kazakhstan yeah Kazakhstan um but yeah they you know he was given kind of a bad representation of Kazakhstan and the villagers yeah. were not very happy so the villagers actually took legal action and asked for 83 million dollars in damage alleged they were only paid 70 dollars each <laughs> Seventy dollars each in Romanian money, which is a dollar twenty-eight in U.S. dollars, <laughs> to appear in the film. <laughs> oh my god! 
and like apparently obviously like uh not obviously but in this romania like it's not it's a in the area it was a poor area and apparently do anything for money and of course they're going to take part in the film but they thought they were earning you know money for not doing a lot and not going to be big or anything but you know they were in a controversial movie so obviously they went after him after that just absolutely wild to me (laughs) oh my gosh yeah i uh cannot believe that one happened that's i mean that's pretty bad i don't know how you could morally make a movie like that 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 movie just i don't know how it hit at the right time because i think that movie was made in like 2004 2005 if i'm not mistaken and like it really just pushed the boundaries on multiple edges between it's it's borderline should be illegal Yeah, I mean, when I watched that movie for the first time, I honestly, I could not believe. It. First of all, it's not even a good movie, if I'm being honest. Like, it's, no, it's, it's not, I mean, it has it's not supposed to be a good movie. It's not funny, in my opinion. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. It was like, I chuckled a couple times because it's just ridiculous. But, like, the concept of the movie is not funny at all. And, like, in a, I don't know. It just is, like, extraordinarily offensive, like, all the time. And it was just like, ooh. Yeah. Like, not that I'm butthurt about it, but, like, I'm still at the same time. It's just kind of, like, it's not even that funny. I mean, if you're going to miss, at least, if you're going to, like, if you're going to be horribly offensive, at least be super. I better be, like, dying laughing then. Because, like, I and I certainly was not in that movie. I'd say The Dictator was ten times more funny than that. Oh, yeah, I agree. And that's with Sriracha Cohen, too, so... (laughs) I think if no one, if you haven't seen Borat, the synopsis of the movie in one sentence is a Kazakhstan man travels to America to make Pamela Anderson his wife, the former like actress I may watch. That is good. That is good. Big knock. So I guess I'll, I'll just go through one more because the rest of them are kind of like, they're not super exciting, but this one, I uh, thought I'd bring it up. So basically... Borat went in to meet these two like big frat brothers um, and you know he basically got drunk with them and they made really bad racist and derogatory remarks with this interview with Borat and after the film they you know they sued him for defamation and claim claiming that they had been told the movie would never premiere and that they'd been tricked into appearing Um, but later apparently it was dismissed and um, they didn't get anything out of it but that's kind of fucked up yeah that is uh really messed up isn't there something about uh is rudy giuliani in the second borat oh yeah he was yeah there was a controversy Dude, that, about oh my that God. because that's they were really, he was getting like, head from that other chick or whatever oh my god yeah, right. <laughs> jesus no that's what happened and then wasn't he like getting head from that like young chick and like yeah it was like bad. getting sued like and then they, like he didn't sign off for that to be in the movie so like they got he got like super pissed. Yep. Am I on the right track here? That sounds about right. Yeah, it like, says Rudy expert. Giuliani. It says Rudy Giuliani. Am I a Rudy Giuliani expert? No, you're the expert on what happened. You know, no, no, no. It says that, uh, you know, obviously he kind of summed it up where Rudy Giuliani didn't know he was in the script of the second Borat movie. Um, but pretty much from what I recall in the movie is like Rudy Giuliani was like to meet like a, a chick, like a hot chick in a hotel room. And instead of the chick walking in, it was like the camera crew. So they kind of caught him by surprise. The, that's the way I phrase it. So, Tough look. not a great Tough look. look. Yeah. Yeah. That so, that strikes me as a piece of shit anyway, if I'm going to be 110% honest. So, I mean, whatever. Um, all right. Well, uh, I'll, I want to go next because I got a good movie. Um, a movie that's, I believe, caused a lot of controversy in general. Um, but they, it's, 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 it's two movies that kind of go hand in hand. Uh, the Joker. Oh, that's a good one. So the Joker, the one with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah, it. The Joker in our day and age 
played a very interesting it was the time it was released and everything that was going on in the world that we live in right now uh it was only a couple years old i mean the joker is only like what two years old maybe two 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 yeah about that um and obviously we live in a world of a lot of controversy and a lot of stuff going on and different viewpoints and and all this stuff and and the joker just really painted that picture you know to separate you know everything that the people who are born into you know great opportunity and being very have and have not very well off and 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 kind of having everything you know given to them to an extent in their life like being born into a very very good situation and then obviously the flip side of the joker and obviously being born or and and stuck in a very very horrible situation and and obviously like the joker being a little mentally unstable and all that stuff going all the way through and never really being really able to get a true opportunity it painted a real picture of like everything going on in the world today um and I know that just in general, like it struck a lot of controversy as a movie yeah. in general. Like some people loved it, some people hated it, um, some people were very uncomfortable by it. Some people I thought it was a polarizing movie. The Joaquin Phoenix, like he played a very good, like mentally unstable Joker, but also controversial. Yeah, I was trying to like in the a lot of times in the Joker as well too. Like I was trying to figure out like. So it was the the beginning of the Joker, like how the Joker became the Joker. And it was just like, I I, I think Joaquin Phoenix did an incredible job in the movie. I, I loved it. I thought I lo- absolutely loved the movie, but it did. It was uncomfortable. It was very dark. Yeah. I struggled to like fall asleep after watching the movie because it was just like, it hit home. Unsettling. Yeah. Just hit like the reality of our world that we live in today to an extent, like not as crazy. I mean, it is as crazy as that, to be honest, like it is that crazy. It's, it's just that crazy. I mean, of all the stuff that's just happening on a daily basis, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think one of the focuses on that movie, or at least in this particular situation was just the not enough resources being applied or available for people who are mentally unstable or mentally unhealthy because that that was a big part of the movie where we lost his i think it was a shrink or somebody like that where they were doing budget cuts in the city and he didn't really have anyone so yeah that is a real real problem in this world like you know not enough affordable health care and for you know stigmatizing mental health especially for men patty the baddie I saw that he the, won last night on a TKO or no submission. And um, he spoke one of his like best or one of his friends or whatever committed suicide, like two days before mm-hmm. he wrestled and he fought in, in WWE or no MMA. Sorry. Um, and uh, it was crazy. He came on the microphone afterwards and was like, there, if you ever have anything that you need, your life is worth living basically. And he said, go find mental help and go find help. Like talk to somebody. Yeah, and like working to eliminate the stigma of like, it, you know, men have to be tough. Men have to, you know, suck it up. Like it's okay to go out and talk about your feelings. It's okay to talk about when you're struggling. It's okay to reach out, you know, to your friends or family or even for professional help if you're struggling. So I think that kind of is, you know, the takeaway from both. Honestly, yeah, from the Patty thing. Mike, anything to add? Wow. Uh, not for the Joker movie. That was another deep Then you're up. Like. Wait, no. I think, wait, Mike is up. You're up, Mike, right? I'm up. <laughs> All right. For my controversial movie, I actually uh, watched a little documentary on this a couple of weeks ago uh called the interview if you guys remember that movie that was oh yeah with is that with uh james franco yeah oh yes i forgot about that it was like one of the it was like one of the first big streaming movies i've seen it like 10 times it's such a good movie yeah Yeah. it's it's a great comedy movie and for people out there who haven't seen it the synopsis is that pretty much the actors uh seth rogan and james franco their mission 
is to infiltrate North Korea and assassinate Kim Jong Un, <laughs> and they end up like becoming really good friends with him and everything. Like, it's good, kind of a cool guy, but obviously North Korea wasn't too stoked about this kind of movie. North Korea is not going to be stoked about this episode either. No. <laughs> oh, Kim Jong Un can suck my nuts. Okay, now I'm kind of scared. <laughs> no balls. <laughs> King Jong Un, you won't fight me. So, so this movie was uh, produced by Sony Pictures, and in the upcoming months before the movie was released, Sony had a huge hack in their system, a bunch of email hacks that released personal information and details of the employees at the company, uh, and the group that infiltrated it was known as Guardians of Peace. And the assumption or the conspiracy theory is it was some upset North Korean like group of people not wanting to get this movie released because like, you know, that's not a great image for their country at all. Um, so Sony was a little spooked by this and they did actually skip a wide uh, variety of theatrical releases and it only went like straight to like video on demand or like, you know, the Netflixes out there yeah. and whatnot. So that was like, I mean, a kind of a big thing. Afraid, like, you could, I mean, literally start a nuclear war, like, you know, with the comedy movie. Unsettling, like, oh, America is making this movie about us. They're, they're here to, like, you know, slander us. We have to do something about it. Like, you could know, be considered knows, a micro, a microaggression. Sure. All right, Sumo. I'm not, dude, it's a full bun now. I'm not sumo no more. Well, I was sumo when it was just the top of my head and it was poking up. That's true. Give us a side look. No, we want a full loop around. We want the full loop. Wow. Now that <laughs> my hair is long, long. Man. My hair is long, long. Yeah. And it's getting longer. I ain't cutting it for another year. Mike, great choice, though, on the movie. I absolutely love that. Yeah, that was... That was really, really good, Mike. Good job. And didn't, the president, didn't the president at the time, whoever it was, have to like make a remark? It was Obama. Didn't was Obama, Obama have to make a was. remark about the movie? I think he did. Like, I sorry, did. Uh, Mike, <laughs> by the way, could you, uh, could you do us a favor real quick? Uh, can you show us your T-shirt? <laughs> Folks, uh, the T-shirt I'm wearing right now says, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Ryerson. It was a metal fabrication company that I interned at when I was in college a few years ago. So you're welcome. Michael, can you uh, highlight Ryerson like, our first? Can you highlight a little bit of our conversations on a day-to-day -day basis at what you did at Ryerson? What did you what did you do, Michael? How did you help the company grow so much? So <laughs> so like I said, Ryerson's this like metal distribution company in the greater Milwaukee area. And that industry of like metals is like stuck in the 1950s in all honesty like just the office environment and the warehouse <laughs> so you know companies you know wisconsin's a big manufacturing state and whatnot and companies need to buy metal and like on a daily basis one of my like co-workers um they would tell me hey we lost a 12 foot by 12 foot piece of metal in our warehouse can you go look for it? So I would just spend like three hours <laughs> in like a warehouse, like th the size of three football fields. <laughs> <laughs> Sweating my nuts off in the middle of like the hot summer with no AC in there. Those are um, some, those are some really, I mean, imagine those are some big nuts to sweat off too. Oh, that is. Yeah. And the so company, Ty, the company's motto was, Say yes and figure it out. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I don't know. Wow, I, I mean, think cool is this? But I mean, that's a cool shirt. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's pretty. Sure I personally, I personally don't think it's very cool. I think it looks like shit. But I guess that's, <laughs> I guess that's an agree to disagree type of thing with me and Ty. Yeah. Um, but, um, guys, that was that was really good shit. But we got we got some fun plan for our. It's not, it's kind of a top five today, but it's kind of not. A little mix. It's a little twist. It's like a little bit of a twist. So we got a request um, to change it up a little bit. Uh, instead of a top five, a straight up top five, 
it would be more so of like a, a snake draft here. So it's like a, like a, a fantasy draft, but we're doing a fantasy draft. Um, it's from Foxy, Tyler Fox. So Tyler Fox recommended, yeah, he, he messaged us on the Intellectual Idiots on Instagram and he recommended that we do a fantasy draft, so to speak. So we're doing a fantasy draft today between me, Tyler, and Big Sack, Big Nuts Mike um, to do a little bit of a fantasy draft for um, Adam Sandler movies. Woo! All right. So Adam Sandler's got a lot of movies out there. He's one of the goats of comedy. Um, but Tyler, shout out, Tyler Fox, shout out. Um, but we are going to do a fantasy draft of Adam Sandler movies, and we're going to do a snake draft. So I vote. We do rock, paper, scissors. To All right, so you can just go first. No, Tyler. On shoot. Ready? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go. We're all doing it or just me and you? No, just me and you. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, oh, oh no. Ty right. got scissors. Me versus Mike, pick. then. Okay. Uh, rock. rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh my! Okay, that was like a one second. Tyler delay. won. Tyler won. Tyler gets first. Mike. Right. Michael goes second, and I'll go third. Michael. All right. Video yeah. is wrecking everything because he's an idiot and doesn't have a whap. A whap. <laughs> All right. So I'll go last. Mike goes second, and Ty goes first. So Ty. So we're doing top movies from Adam Sandler that we like. Your favorite. I think the best ones. Top Adam Sandler movies that we like, and we choose it like a we do a fantasy draft, like a top five per usual. But instead, we don't get to reuse any movies because it's a fantasy. Okay. Draft. Mike, do you want to write them down? You're the big, you're the big note guy. I already got a pen on me. Oh, I love it. Okay, honestly, I think my favorite Adam Sandler movie might be The Water Boy, so I'm going with The Water Boy. All right, solid yeah. choice, right. Ty. I, it's such a funny movie. Just the you know he's a little kid, but he's an absolute freaking beast on the field. He's a you know, his little lisp and his mom, and he just absolutely destroys everyone on the football field. Such By the way, Tyler, Tyler likes to go for the voice or the voiceless type of fantasy drafts. He got absolutely annihilated yet again in the top five last week. He didn't crack. I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not one to just, you know, please the people. I'm going to do what I like. I'm unique. Yeah. We'll never win a top five, but. I've won a lot of top fives. I think, you know what, guys? Real quick, before we dive into this further, we need to like put these top fives at higher stakes. Like I say, so Michael won the top five last week. So congrats to Michael. Give it up. Really? Way to go, Big Nuts. Michael won the top five last week for ice creams. But here's the deal. We need to have five top fives at a higher stake. So next episode, after we talk and have our weekly pod meetings, we need to discuss what we need to do to make a top five. And so we need to actually be keeping track of who's winning each top five each week. I know we're we have viewers figure vote. it out offline what we're going to do. But we'll figure it out offline what we're going to do. And the viewers are ready. This is going to be. It's going to be big. It's going to be. Right. Number one pick, Waterboy. Move on. Max, you're two. Go. No, Mike's two. Oh, Mike's two. Go. Come on, big sack. What do you got? Ty, Ty that was a solid choice. You know, my mama said that the alligator got all the. <laughs> Mike, that was a good impression, actually. Yeah, you're good at that. Wow. My mama, my mama shit. <laughs> All right. An easy, an easy number one draft pick for me for Adam Sandler movies has got to be Happy Gilmore. Yes. One of the greatest sports. I wasn't hot take. I, I thought it was like okay. Well, I thought it was great, so that's why I ranked it. Well, I think that you can just. You cannot. The the scene with Bob Barker. The scene with Bob Barker where Billy Madison and Bob Barker get in a fight. And he says, the price is wrong, bitch. And then Hep Butts. Oh, yeah, that's great. You're right. Maybe I'm thinking of Billy Madison. You might. I think it's goes like. That could be a pick later on. But my pick, number one, is going to be Happy Gilmore. Hey, Gilmore, you suck, jackass. <laughs> okay, you're right. I actually love this movie. I'm thinking of Billy Madison. The one yeah, I you're, a, you're an absolute hey. useless fook. All right. All right. I'm up. I'm up. All right, here we go. Uh, my number one pick, uh, so in my draft right now, I'm, I'm really leaning between two movies, but I think I have a chance to get the other one too still. But, well, you should uh, pick one then. I'm going with uh, my first overall pick. 
I'm going with the longest yard. Um, oh, damn it. I absolutely I love was gonna that take movie. That. It is so funny. Adam Sandler is absolutely hysterical in that movie. The Longest Yard is my is my first pick in the draft. Oh, I get back to back. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Woo. All right. All right. All right. Back to back. I'm going with Big Daddy. Nice. Big Daddy is Big Daddy was my first favorite movie. Like my first favorite movie of all time. Like that that was I mean I moved on from it, but Big Daddy is a great movie. Adam Sandler, again, is hilarious. I haven't seen Big Daddy. Is released in 1999. Um, it is so funny. He basically is like, just he, he's the worst dad of all time to his kid. And they grow this attachment. And he's, it's so funny because he, he teaches his kid to do all these horrible things like pee on doors and, 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 and basically do whatever the kid wants to do. And it's just, it's hilarious. So Big Daddy. So it, that- it, shocked, it shocked me that uh, the kid in Big Daddy is Dylan and Cole Sprouse, you know, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody twins. Really? The twins played like his alleged son in that movie. So, yeah. Good pick, man. Thanks for that, Mike. Nobody cares. All right. Back up to you. <laughs> me? Yeah, it's a snake trap. Well, I have to get two picks at some point, but okay. Oh, that's not how works. I, I'm going to go with, oh, there's a lot of good options still on the board here. For my second pick in this draft, Billy Madison is up there, but I think I'm actually going to go with Click. Ooh, I don't that's know if a really good one. That. I like that one. That's a cool concept. It's a comedy movie, if you guys haven't seen it, but it's pretty much um, Adam Sandler goes into Bed Bath & Beyond and he gets this magical remote where he can, like, fast forward in the future. He can, like, pretty much control his he own life. He can pause life. Yeah, it gets a little deep at the end, in all honesty, but uh, click. I remember seeing that on TV for the first time and I was like, whoa, this is, this is mind-blowing for, like, a 12-year-old watching this. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good one. Good one. All right, so I get two in a row here. Um, I think I'm gonna go with just a movie that brings me. Did we lose Max? Yeah, we could keep going. I could care less. I'll let him know. What the fuck? All right, well, with my second pick in the Adam Sandler draft, the Tyler Jeske team selects the Grown Ups. Oh my god. That movie has brought me so much enjoyment. Horrible. I love Grown Ups so much. The the combination of just all the guys, you know, Chris Rock, um, you know, the the Bader, who's the yellow the guy with the, the long blonde hair, Rob Schneider, all those Kevin James. It's such a great combination. It just brings me so much enjoyment. So that's my second. That pick. movie made so much money. And it's still and played so much. They always would show that on, I don't know if it was like, I think it was that TV channel FX. I swear to God, like back when that movie came out, I think it was 2010. For the next like five years, anytime you turned on, like if you had cable television, there's like a 90% chance that one of these stations are showing grown ups. So. Right. Yep. That's because it was so good. Not my favorite, but a very interesting pick. I, I approve of that. All right. Next one. With Mike. my third pick in the Adam Sandler draft. Wait, demo. Tyler Jeske selects the time. I'll, I'll bet you $20. I'll bet you $20 Tyler loses the top five this week. Straight up. 20 bucks. Um, I don't know. I, I will take you up on that because Waterboy and Grown Ups are two strong Adam Sandler movies so far. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate the vote of confidence. Um, but with the third pick, in the NFL draft, the Adam Sandler draft, Tyler Jeske selects Mr. Deeds. Oh, I just saw that last week. Such a good movie. Sweet, sweet Adam Sandler. Sweet small town guy inherits a controlling stake in a media conglomerate and just begins to do business his way. Oh, Such a, a just amazing, humbling movie. And I, it just makes you feel good. So I'm going no. with Mr. Deeds. 
one of my favorite things is like you know he's getting involved with like a love interest with a reporter and like she fakes like that she's a school nurse and it's her name's pam pam yeah. and uh she's like will's mom in stranger things i forget her actor's name too Joyce. but but she says that uh she comes from the town and she makes this she pulls this out of her ass i'm from winchesterton fieldville Iowa. oh yeah and like for some reason adam sandler like discovers there's an actual town called winchesterton fieldville iowa and they drive <laughs> out there or they fly out there and everything so uh good one ty that's another solid pick max i'm winning hey, 20 max you're getting sweaty over there huh no i'm very comfortable okay Bye-bye. all right does this go back to me yep yep it's how snake draft works oh Max, okay. you're getting a little sassy over there, huh? I don't know. I'm I'm surprised you guys haven't picked it, but I will be picking Billy Madison for my third pick. Yeah, I just wasn't a fan of that one, so. It's a very novel idea of just having an adult having to go back to grade school. And I love Billy Madison. I'm trying to think of some of like the more memorable lines from that show. Like Chris Farley is in that show. He's like the angry school bus driver. Um, Norm Macdonald, who passed away, is also in that movie. Just as like some side roles, but <laughs> there's a lot of memes from that movie too. So Billy Madison, third pick. Max, what do you got? I'm sure the yeah. people like that one. I'm sorry, Airhead. Did you say something? No, I just said it was a good pick. The people will like that one. Okay. I feel like there was a connotation there that you meant that you were kind of jabbing at Michael for making a people's pick. Michael, do we have any comment? (laughs) Oh, it's a truly hilarious movie. Okay. So no people's pick intention there? No. I had that ranked as I had like tiers of movies and that was on my first tier. Because if you do make a people's pick, it goes under investigation um, okay. Just and then would be eliminated from winning if it was a people's pick. So we'll have to keep that in mind. But we'll let this All one right. slide. Um, I'd like to see investigation process. But go ahead. But yeah. So so my new one. It's a brand new Adam Sandler movie just released on Netflix. Oh, that's a good movie. Hustle. Amazing. Hustle movie. was I was so it was a Saturday morning, and I you know I wake up early every single day, so I was up at six. And I didn't really, the brewers got smoked, so I didn't want to watch Quick Pitch. And uh, I was watching, I just flipped on Netflix and I, I was watching this movie. Oh my God, it was so good. So uplifting. I was not expecting this movie to be so good and it was just phenomenal. Um, so Adam Sandler, I mean, he's he's can act in so many different genres. He's such a talented actor. I absolutely love Adam Sandler. But yeah, Hustle is more of a drama. Um, but a suspenseful drama. It was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Yep. I like that one, Max. So yeah, Hustle. And then, so my, that's my third pick. And my fourth uh, is going to be the movie uh, Just Go With It. Oh, I, you took mine. Yeah, Just Go yeah. With It was an absolutely awesome movie. It was another like heartbreak, <laughs> and a heartfelt drama with uh, Jennifer Aniston. Um, and just a really, really good movie. They go on vacation and it's just like Adam Sandler acts as a doctor in the movie and they're, they're in this Hawaiian vacation because he was trying to get this other girl. And then it turns out that he loves a Jennifer Aniston. So it was just a great movie. Really, really, really funny. I, I, I loved it. So that's, that's my, that's my, that's my number four. So back up to you, BNM. Um, Oh, easy. I'm so glad that this was still on the board for my fourth pick. Don't take uh, it. Don't take it. You don't even know. It's you don't mess with the Zohan. No, I wanted that one. Why are you doing this? The busy bubbly. The busy Zohan. That was going to be my pick. I that is such a stupid but just central piece to the Adam Sadler universe of you know mess with the Zohad where he's like a secret Israeli spy and he tries to like get away from the spy life so he gets like a new haircut and he goes to New York City and it's just him finding his way to live in America and whatnot so I love uh, that Mike I'm sad you stole it <laughs> dang I did not know I was stealing that for you but there you have it you don't mess with the Zohan 
It's a tie. All right, Gutsky, your last two picks. Make them good. My number fourth pick in the NFL draft will be 51st Dates. Oh. That's a good one. 51st Dates, you know, he's kind of an untrusting, you know, shy, man afraid of commitment. Goes out at a bar, meets this beautiful lady, thinks he hits it off, and then he finds out. I mean, it's a girl of his dreams. He finds out she has short-term memory loss, so he does whatever he can to get, you know, to lock this down and, you know, find the true love with this lady. So, I mean, it's just a really, it's it's, a, it's just such a good and heartwarming movie. Um, so that's my number four. My number five, which I've seen so many times, and if you guys haven't seen it, you have to see it, Blended. They go to Africa, and they're on the, the African Safari Resort. Have you guys seen that movie? I'm oh, not. You guys have seen Blended? It's with Terry Crews as well. And uh, the same lady from 51st. Oh, Reese Witherspoon. No, yeah. not Reese Witherspoon. Or Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Drew, Drew Barrymore. Barrymore. So basically, after a bad blind date, um, like there was a terrible blind date, like they go, they both end up somehow going to, on a trip to Africa. They both don't have a lot of money. It was like friends giving them the trip. And they both huh. find themselves stuck together at a resort for for like couples and for families and they both end up in like in the same hotel room so they have to split the like you know the hotel room and i'm gonna watch that tonight it's a funny ass movie i is it on netflix yeah i don't know where it's on max but it'll be one of my favorite movies it's so good all right i'll watch that tonight interesting ty very wow i'm shocked that max and i have not blended they they do a little jingle max you'll love the jingle oh god okay mike Let's go. What's your number five? I'm so glad this was still on the board, and it's one that you guys you might have seen before, but you might not. Please, don't I'm going to have to go with the Hotel Transylvania series. I've seen it, but that's a really good movie. I haven't seen those. That is where Adam Sandler, he it's an animated movie, just to preface, and he's like a vampire, and what he does is he creates – like a sanctuary for all monsters to live at and whatnot and it's like about the relationship with his daughter vampire and everything like that and it's a comedy but it's really sweet um and it's just there's three of them i believe so if i had to narrow it down i'd just say hotel transylvania but that's like the largest grossing films he's made like by far anytime really? you're wow. making a ton of money like he made hotel transylvania three uh made over 500 million dollars i need to see that movie so all right all right be my pick to wrap it up and max what about you for your last one so my number five again is a newer adam sandler movie um again another one i'm trying to cover a couple different roles all encompassing of adam sandler because he's so talented as an actor and it goes to show that adam sandler not a lot of actors can pull off working in different genres but adam sandler can um uncut gems uncut gems um nice. is number is my number five um just and um uh, again a really really good movie at first i was like i don't know if i like this um and the then weird it, movie. the movie really started to grow on me uh as it kind of went on i thought it was weird that kevin garnett was in it but it worked um you good job yeah it worked uh again i loved uncut gems i thought it was a great movie um i i would recommend it i definitely would to if i am going to recommend a movie it can make my top five so um that's my that's my number five adam sandler movie uncut gems it's different it's a different adam sandler movie if you're looking for vintage adam sandler that's not the movie you want but it's a really good movie you guys have any uh honorable mentions Um, Grown Ups 2. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say an older one was The Wedding Singer. That was like in the 90s, if you've heard of that one before. That's like a good one. Or uh, Anger Management. Anger Management. I was just about to say that. Okay. Yeah, I just watched that one the other week. Uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Bravo. <laughs> Anger Management Wait. is a great movie. Yeah, I oh, know. Man, right? I think of Anger Management. That's a good one. I love that movie. So I forgot that Adam Sandler was in that. 
main character. I when I think of that movie, I think of Jack Nicholas because he does such a good job in the movie. Yeah. That like yeah. I, I I Jack Nicholas steals the show for me in that movie. So like he's for anger awesome. management. Yeah. When he Rudy, Rudy Giuliani's in that. Oh, because he proposes in the he proposes at Yankee Stadium at the time. Rudy Giuliani's the mayor, and he's like, let that guy propose to him. I know we were talking about him before, but yeah, it's that <laughs> a movie. lot of cameos in that movie, like Jeter's in there, um, a couple other celebrities, yeah, like Jimmy McEnroe, the tennis yeah. player. What is the song that he sings? Oh my god. They go like I'm so happy. Happy and happy and gay. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Give it up. Talk it up. Give it up. Another absolute popping episode from the intellectual idiots. Um, really good stuff, boys. Uh love the energy tonight. Again, another Sunday night podcast, because why not? Um, we're gonna we're gonna fix that this week. Probably not. Uh, I'm on vacation this week. I'm in Colorado. So we're oh. gonna have to do an on the road. Shit, I didn't know that. I'm in Colorado starting Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we're gonna have to figure out when to do the pod. But again, we're not gonna put the listeners through this. We'll talk it off the camera. We thank you for listening. We love each and every one of you. Even the people who hate on us on TikTok, because I've been responding to a comments. Lot of haters. Just so you know, if you're gonna hate, I'm just gonna say your mom. I'm just going to reply your mom over and over again. And you can re- keep replying back to it, but I'm keep going to say your mom. So I'm Love immature it. and I don't care, but I'm just <laughs> going to say your mom if you're going to hate. But that's all the time we have today. So thank you. We love you. Now let me get to editing so I can get the shit out for you tomorrow morning. And hot out. All right. Cheers, everybody. We love you. Subscribe. Follow. Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube. We love you. Mike, goodbye. Love your nuts. Mike's nuts are out. <laughs>